Previously, on the Call of the Flame. The Deep God's power is strongest near water. We must stay clear of it. We must stay clear of the open sea and stay close to land. You, girl, are going to help us find the one and true king. And to rook was king. king where the orc kings are. And the girl is going there. Let's go. He's a powerful energy in here. I can feel it. That would be Jorgrok. His soul lingers within. Girls, this is Danal. <laughs> Tarek's brother. Sorry, my king. Rook, get your slave out of my sight, or I'll have its throat cut. Kerr. <laughs> Call of the Flame, an audio play. Chapter 9, The Lays of Working Car. Part 2 of 3. That's right. Come any further, and the storied hall of your fathers becomes a throne of ash. You think you're faster than me, wench? blood in this hall, your bloodline would be cursed. Walk in blood, not human. This is Hrundal, the Spellbreaker. I speak the words, I so much as cut you with this, and you'll never cast again. You'll just be a tavern wench. I already am just a tavern wench. You'll be a dead tavern wench! Put out your fire and put down your sword. She is under my protection. Stop this madness, Talog. To strike down one so weak would be weakness in itself. We should have the scout decide what to do with her. Go on. Lead Rook to a prize. If I see you again, I will cut your head off myself. Not very kingly. No wonder Torque left. This land is shit. I, I, I can't believe it. I lost my powers. Like all Magnia, except you. How? How did you do it? How did you gain? Raoul's favor if he's dead. Thanks. I don't know. I haven't the slightest clue, and I wish everyone would just leave me alone about it. Will I ever finish a drink in peace? We need to go before Talog's rage gets the better of him. To where? To find my brother. My real brother. Tarek is involved. By the flame. I, I shouldn't have gotten so drunk just before this. Come on. My house isn't far from here. It's a bit isolated, but out of Taluk's sight. I think two of us should stay awake this time, while the third sleeps. Come now, don't be silly. We're miles away from any Nixies and Nockins. He's not wrong. I doubt I'll get any sleep tonight. Rest, both of you. So, your father, you, um... Cut his throat. 
No. I stabbed him through his eye. And into his head. I tried going for the heart, but he attacked me. He left me no choice. Yes, quite up front. At least you did not stab him in the back. Talk about breaking your old man's heart. It's an awful long swim to shore, don't you think? Point taken. Do your people know? Your family? No. It's bad enough that I gave up my crown, let alone murdered my own king and father. Why? Because he was evil, a stupid king. He deserved to die. I couldn't repair the damage he had done to our lands, not while those who revered him still lived. We are a strong people, but a dull one. They think there's no solution strength can't fix. You don't like strangers? Build a barrier. No animals to hunt. Walk further to find it. You hate your neighbor? Cannot bother you if he's dead. They liked simplicity, and he had made things simple. They didn't know what it cost them. Now who rules in your stead? My little brother. Talog. Is he wise? <sighs> You're not afraid of punishment. You're afraid of seeing what your actions wrought you. Is that why you wanted to lose that fight? Those that die a glorious death find peace in the next world. Force of habit. I care not. Glorious. Getting killed by a bandit in an old fortress. It is wise to set your goals low. Here's to being disappointing sons to terrible fathers. Thanks. <sighs> Load this one up. Enough for four days and we'll find more elsewhere. More arrows! <clears throat> what is this? The salvage of your boat. Nothing but rags and books. Books? I've been here for a while. Gotten used to these folk. You don't know how nice it is to finally see a girl without tusks or muscles bigger than my own. You don't know how refreshing it is to not be called a fair maiden. <laughs> well, I didn't think so. I mean... What? Well, I mean, what? you worked in a tavern, your Gathish, and, uh, you know. What do they say about Gathish girls? Well, I, um, I... You don't need to answer. I know what they say. Lots of Winnish boys came to Gathland and came upon my tavern to find out if it's true. And I send them home with a black eye and blue bullets. <laughs> oh, that's one good thing they say about Gathish girls. You're fiery. In more ways than one many have found. You gave me a good fright at that hall. Talig fears the dragon's curse. But even I thought he'd strike you. Maybe a light prick on that steel would do me good. If it really can destroy magic. There it is, that look. Like I have this power, and how selfish I am for wishing I didn't have it. When I first came here... From the Temple of Sparrowfall, the Wolflings killed two of my fellow Inkindlers. Hired sorcerers to silence us, and they did. 
I was alone. So starved I ate the snow. The Gungras came upon me. Turok was the only thing standing between me and a cutthroat. He asked me if I had a skill. Smithing. In truth, I just dabbled. Saved my life. But you were enslaved. He promised to free me when he became king. And he did. All of us. Became one of them. Even after they killed your people and enslaved you. What else could I do? Go home? Avenge them? Or at least find a new career? You were young then. I wanted to. So badly. To just return to my home. Tell them I failed. The flame burns most things to ash. But for strong things, it transforms. Melts us so that it can fit a mold. Of a candle, a sword, a crown. You'll burn many times in your life, girl. And become something else. Sorry, still thinking about the forge. You really are an enkindler, aren't you? More of a smith, in truth. I hated fire preachers back in Gathland, with their red cloaks and sermons. Did you get many followers here? No, not a particularly spiritual people, especially not during King Thorak's reign. The land still suffers from that man's stupidity. Starvation is plaguing us, and will take a number of our people in winter, unless the warring tribes kill enough hungry mouths. You think Taruk can make things right, don't you? That's why you're looking for him, so he can solve all your problems for you. It may be too late, I fear. Taruk was a wise king, but he was troubled, unsure of himself, but he walked the path to peace with our enemies. He even negotiated with the bloody giants. Giants? He found an Ulderban trader who could speak some of their tongue and brought him to their table to discuss peace terms. That's incredible. He prepared us for the harsh winters, for the two seasons he spent in the hall. I almost understand why he left. He was dealt a difficult hand. With orcs, you're either strong, or you are smart. It's rare to see someone as Toruk. His brilliance lent to his strength. Better for his father to over-encumber him. We came into this world with no say in what we have to do, or whose mess we have to clean up. Why? Why must it be him that sets things to rights? Who else can? Me? A foreigner of another race? Brock doesn't have the blood. None but talent do. We have neither the choice, nor the responsibility that Tarak held. You may run. You can let responsibility find a new bearer if you wish. You wouldn't know what you'd be giving up. And by the time you did, you can't get it back.
Kalashen. Shoshen. My word. This isn't a sorcerer's book. It's an encounter spell book. What on earth was he doing? Guide me to what is mine, my texts, so that I can see your will done. Oh no! May I borrow that cloak? Oh, Endalan, you should have brought one of your own. We're nearing land. There should be an elven tower close by, and a bridge to the mountain path. We're not coming in through the bay? Too exposed. We must enter through the mountains. You know your way? All the way to those mountains? Yes, at a great cost. The sooner we get out of the water, the better. Whoa! Just notice. Cast this belt of frozen rain! I can't see any of them coming! Just hold on tight! Hold still! A clean cut. A blood drinker? A Nixie? Neither. Let's see. It's a man. It's got fins, webbed hands, scales, big eyes. And its teeth are like needles. Morians, souls from the deep god's hell. They're here for me! What? Who's a fool to endanger you two like this? Orc, you seem to know what's happening. I know that we need to get to shore, and as far from the water as... More are coming! I can see the eyes, like lanterns in the darkness. A one-eyed orc. It's father. Gail Turner, Zach Zathian Young, Gary Gibbs II, and Sarah Ruth Thomas as Nureg. For the full cast list and episode transcripts, please visit thecalloftheflame.com. This podcast was written and produced by Kurt Kanyes, with music by Adam Halpin, with additional tracks by Stephen Cumberworth. Both can be found on Bandcamp. Sonoran Speech by Megan Watson. Editing by Kurt Kanyes and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. Send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast. 
Although the greatest way to support the show is to become a patron of ours on our Patreon page, so that we may maintain our production. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew, but for bonus audio, music, and updates on the upcoming book too, visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame. Five dollar and above listeners get exclusive content such as music tracks by Adam Halpin and extended episodes. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the call of the flame podcast at gmail.com. Special thank you to our Patreons, Ben Blair, Cassie M, Cloudy Evelidge, John Doyle, John Winstead, Ryan Cushman, and Zane Simon. Gather around in two weeks for the next installment of our play. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the Call of the Flame Podcast at gmail.com. And now a message from our playwright. Hi everybody, it's Kurt. Um, coming in with a special uh, soapbox this week. I want to plug the Audioverse Awards, uh, audioverseawards.net. Basic audio productions are being nominated for the uh, categories of original music composition, performance, sound design, vocal direction, writing, and uh, the whole production in general. You can be nominated for any one of those categories, for any one of those things. You can nominate many of the voice actors from our own show that Hector uh, just listed. You can nominate Adam Halpin and Stephen Cumberworth for their music composition for our show. You can nominate the show for writing or sound design. You can nominate us for the whole production and vocal direction. Nominations close uh, September 30th. We need only three votes for any one of those categories to actually appear in the nominee list. So please, go to audioverseawards.net forward slash nominate. That's audioverseawards.net forward slash nominate. And as always, please plug the show and share it around. The only marketing the show gets is word of mouth, and we want to make sure we get plenty of word of mouth. We've been putting more clips on Twitter lately, showcasing the series' content. Please share those around. Tell your friends. Uh, I'm so terrible at closing these out. I'm just, I'm just going to leave it to... I'm just going to leave it to Hoctor. Hoctor! Hoctor! Close this out. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hoctor. We thank you all for listening. <laughs>